Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. All right, man. Bill Belichick potentially out in New England. That's the, um, again, subtle report from our friend Tom Curran, NBC Sports Boston, Mm. that the decision was made after the Germany game, Bill Belichick out in New England. Uh, Do you believe this, and is this the right move for the Patriots? Yeah, I believe it. Um, I mean, I think it's been sounding inevitable for a while. I mean, on... It was another college game day thing, right? Robert Kraft was there and McAfee. Or was that? Yeah, it was, that was game the same day, thing. Right? Pat McAfee. Right. McAfee was kind of like, you know, everyone knows where it's going. We don't envy your, you know, your situation, your decision, essentially. Basically saying everyone knows it's happening. Belichick gone. We don't need to make you say it right now, but yada, yada. Uh, so it does seem like it's going that way. And I mean, it makes sense in terms of. If it was any other coach, it would be obvious, right? Like this thing has been a disaster. The Patriots are terrible. Um, they're setting like records for futility on offense. It's all been bad since Brady left. Getting worse, we go in a different direction. But only because it's Bill Belichick, i.e. the most successful coach of all time. Um, does it make you pause and go, well, like how much credit in the bank should a guy like that have? at this point like how much should he deserve the chance to put this thing back on his feet and from an ownership point of view how much of an opportunity should you give a guy like that to actually fix it like when when does it become apparent that he's not going to put it back together and actually we do need to go in a different direction because ultimately every single coaching legend in nfl history has reached a point where they didn't put it back together again and we have to go in a different direction yeah, I mean, a, a couple I mean, things except here. Except the ones that retired, I guess. But like I mean, some of them just The retired. ones that clung, yeah. like, clung on long enough, right? Like Had the Don Shula made. in 1995. It didn't matter that I he's mean, Don Shula, right? Yeah, and, and Mike Shanahan, right? Super Bowl winning head coach, like legend of the team, reached a point, and they weren't even bad. It's just like we, we're not good anymore, right? We, we're, we're adequate. We're mediocre for long enough that we're going in a different direction. Sorry, Mike. You know, it happens. The tricky part, well, so I think when you're trying to predict this thing, to me, it's not all that surprising that they would move on from him because, again, Robert Kraft has said over the last couple of years, like, I want to win. I want to win. Right. right. And I think he, he knows how to separate business from previous success and say, okay, it's just time to move on. And, you know, they haven't had Tom Brady since 2019 now. So they had basically one, one playoff appearance was 2021. And so that was, that was two years removed from Brady. It was like, all right, we just drafted a rookie quarterback in the first round, trending in the right direction, and then things got worse in 2022, and then things hit rock bottom in 2023. And so they were a team that looked like, hey, they're a seven or eight win team coming into the season, and they've been even worse than that. Even if they salvage this year and, you know, win a couple more games, it's, it's, it's a bad season. I, I, it's interesting to me, though, if they had, if they had won seven games 
I feel like it's obvious that you move on from Belichick. They're just, you know, mediocre. Do you think the fact that the Patriots could actually have one of the top two picks in the draft now, or say pick two, and have a quarterback, do you think it's actually more likely that Belichick could stick around and be part of, of the rebuild? Is that, is that weird backwards thinking that they were so bad this year that it's actually more likely that Belichick is around to be part of the QB selection and, and building this thing back up again? No, I think that, I mean, I think it probably doesn't make much difference either way. But I think, if anything, the fact that they, like, when you struggle, you have this problem of the clean answer to going in a different direction. The clean answer is picking one or two and having a shot at the next obvious franchise quarterback, even if, you know, that guy doesn't end up being a franchise quarterback. Just the point, the, the fact that it's an idiot-proof decision at that stage, is it makes it easy to just go in a different direction. Because you're like, I don't need, you know, the veteran experience of a guy that's been here 15 years to go to transition in this direction anybody knows the the pathway we're on now which is we draft the next QB and he's the guy so I think when you're picking in that sort of spot it takes care of itself so from a Robert Kraft perspective it's like the decision's being made right we're picking this high we're drafting a new quarterback and we just have to hope that works out I don't need Bill Belichick to do that and I no longer have the confidence that he's able to you know, assemble everything else around this guy to make it optimal for his success either. Yeah, it's interesting because I see points about like Bill Belichick can still coach, right? Bill Belichick is sure. still a good coach. You, I see those takes and I'm like, yeah, I, I could see it. I mean, that again, the defense has had a lot of uh, injuries this year, like others, others have, but, you know, it looks like they may have hit on a star in Christian Gonzalez at cornerback. They haven't seen him since week three or four. Mm-hmm. And they're still competitive defensively. I think he's still a good defensive coach. The problem is he's the GM. He's tied to being the general manager as well. Right. He's, he's shopping for the groceries. He's putting this whole thing together. But the argument against that would be like, all right, so maybe let's say they missed on Mac Jones, the quarterback. The same argument I used about does Bill Belichick deserve credit for finding and developing Tom Brady? Like, yeah, he does. That's his job is to find and develop good players. And he happened to find the best of all time. And he deserves credit for that. And then when you get into like this credit pie, like obviously Belichick's not going to be as successful without Tom Brady. But he was involved in the decision to help Tom Brady have an opportunity to play. But just because he made maybe the most important decision in NFL history in 2001 doesn't mean the next time he chooses a quarterback, he's going to hit it out of the park again. So let's say he picks Mac Jones and he missed. And you could argue that either way because Mac Jones had a good season. He was the fifth quarterback drafted that year. They picked at 15. So did he really have the choice of the quarterbacks? Not really. Right. But you could let's say they missed on Mac Jones. So just because Belichick and the Patriots missed on the last quarterback, same reasoning, right? Doesn't mean they're going to miss on the next one. There's a chance now they might get served up Caleb Williams or Drake May, which theoretically you you got something to work with there, and you and it's and it's harder to miss. So does so does Belichick's past his past success with Brady and his past miss with Mac Jones? I don't think matters in this point. There could be an argument that, like, hey, we're going to give you the quarterback. We're going to give you Drake May, and you're going to you're still a good defensive coach. And these are the ingredients that are going to lead to success. So again, I feel like the Patriots were so bad this year. It's also <laughs> that makes it almost more likely that Belichick could be part of the rebuild because he could be handed a quarterback at this point. It's all down to it all comes down to the Tom Brady dynamic, right? Like the problem I think Belichick is facing right now is you sort of look back at his legacy and it's like, well, theoretically, theoretically, he's the right guy. 
right? He's the greatest coach of all time. Why would you not want him stewarding the next, you know, iteration of this whole team? But the problem is Kraft and everybody else is now staring at this and saying, Brady won immediately post-Belichick. Brady, uh, Belichick hasn't won outside of Brady at all in either direction. How much was he actually, how much of this was him anyway? Like, the whole narrative, right? We start literally immediately he left. You're like, this is what's going to happen. The narrative, Brady's going to win, Belichick isn't, and now we're going to reassess everything. None of the credit goes to Belichick. And even now, it's like the Patriot way. Was it really just Tom Brady being there and stitching everything together? And that doesn't happen anymore, so that's not what... So, so now everybody's looking at Belichick and going, well, is he actually the greatest coach? Is he the guy? Is he the greatest coach of all time? Does any of it matter without Brady in the building? Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's taking away all the credit that he's built up in the bank. The, the wit without stats are pretty damning. Again, you know, Bel- Belichick was 5-11 and his first year with New England, 0-2 before Tom Brady took over in 2001. There were old articles that were uh, resurfaced recently where New England was like last in power rankings. They were last in playmakers and running back and receiver rankings and all these different things. And then Brady took over and they won the Super Bowl that very year. Um, and even even though they did end up having a good defense, and they but they weren't. It wasn't like they were trending in the right direction. So the with without Brady stuff absolutely is probably the the final nail. Right? It is. You've had. 20, 21, 22, and 23 to build a roster. That's enough time to build a roster. To build yeah. a roster post-Tom Brady, and it hasn't even remained you know, status quo, it's gotten far worse. There's also this whole dynamic. Remember, there was that giant like book tomb of like an expose, the Belichick, Kraft, Brady relationship had soured, it had gone bad. Like it, They're already, I think, in a situation where there is some kind of tension between Belichick and Kraft that wasn't there when they were winning the Super Bowl every other year you know what I mean so if like if things were great between them I'm sure Kraft would potentially be predisposed to look favorably on Belichick's resume and say no he's the guy right I know things have been bad recently but I have full faith in Bill turning this around eventually uh but because there isn't like there's some sort of tension lingering there there's some kind of stuff in the background that's already soured this now he's looking at it and going this is just brady the whole time i don't have brady anymore so i need a new coach yeah and um again as tom Curran reported they were never gonna fire him mid-season right he's also a tradable asset i was gonna say they can trade him away like even if they've decided to move on from him they're not just firing him it'll be interesting you know because you you know we have a david tepper in carolina yep who um is a little hands-on as an owner Probably wants to make a big splash. I mean, he he's probably going to be interested. I mean, there's Washington, you know, new ownership, perhaps the end of Ron Rivera there. There are teams that are, you know, going to be interested. I think in bringing Bill Belichick in. Um, so it's going to be again. We'll we'll talk more about it when it comes up. But it was a uh, an unofficial report basically that Belichick's already out in New England. It could be his last month here in New England. Hired back in 2000. After he told the Jets he was not going to take the job on a napkin. Was that on a napkin that he wrote it? Not going to be the coach or whatever he wrote? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I for, or a post-it I, I, note or something. I right? forgot about that. Like, yeah. yeah. It's pretty pretty funny. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's also like, I mean, 
Think of the crap Josh McDaniels took for bailing on the Colts. Like, it's all in line. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all in line, but it's also like it's worse. <laughs> That's oh, like way worse he, than McDaniels thing. If he didn't have so much success, yes. and he just lasted a couple years in New England, you'd right. be like, what an idiot. Like, what a jerk. Well, not just what an, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not just what an idiot, but jerk. like what an asshole. Yeah. He's uh hasn't changed, you know, he's same answers with the media and the whole thing. Um so bottom line is I believe it's I, what 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 are people what's what what are the complaints about our Justin Fields takes? No, I'm trying to determine that. Am I too positive? No, not I, positive I, I enough. I think it might just be that we're talking about it. Oh, we shouldn't all. talk about Fields. Um, do you think that Belichick actually wants to go somewhere else and do it all over again? Like he, so we've hit this weird world where you're like, this guy is an absolute tool to everybody in the media, right? Like we're on to Cincinnati. I'm not talking to you. I'm not engaging you. I'm just like he's an asshole half the time to the media, right? And yet. He goes and does game day, and everybody loves it, and he's great, and he's engaging. He got an Emmy for that thing he did with Chris, the 100 best I, players or whatever. Like, does he actually look at this and go, now's the time to just go to TV? I don't, I don't think – I've said this for years. I'm pretty consistent with it. I don't think the way he answers questions in the media is just to be a jerk. It's just <laughs> to be that way. I, I literally think because he's a football coach mm-hmm. and only cares about winning football games – when somebody asks him about last week's game or whatever it might be, his mind just doesn't operate that way. It, I think his mind just operates like, I need to do everything I can to win the next game, the thing that's in front of me, that he's so process-oriented. Like, that's my, that's honestly been my take on it the whole time. The on to Cincinnati thing was, was literally just him being like, hey, we just lost. We have to go beat the Bengals now. It's my job to go beat the Bengals. I need to just go execute my job. Then when he gets on TV, his job is to talk about football and you know, do, do TV stuff. And that's why he's different. I really think that's what it is. I don't think he's trying to like, if, if he's trying to withhold information to the media, it's because he thinks it's best for winning, whether it's right or wrong. Other people have done it in different ways and still won plenty of games, right? So I'm not saying he's taking the right approach, but I don't think he's being like, oh, I really got to no, needle I mean, the media here. It's, I, I think he's just so focused on the next thing and what he can control, which is what you, as a coach, you teach to your players and you teach your employees or whatever it might be, right? So that's I what I think. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's trying to be a dick. I think he just is a dick to the media when he doesn't want to talk about that stuff. Possibly, but he's just, but when you put him into situations like the media knows, like, hey, ask him about uh, ask him about long snappers on Fridays, and then he goes off on you know yeah, history yeah. of long snappers back to right. the forties, right? Um, but, but that's yeah, my he point. Might, like he, he just, might be going to TV. Who he knows? has just zero interest in in playing the game when he doesn't want to. It's Did not that like I'm so fo- I have to think about Cincinnati and nothing else. It's just that like I don't want to talk about what you want to talk about, and I'm not willing to entertain you with a bullshit answer just because you this is a press conference and this is what everybody else does. It's just like no, I'm out on this. Unlucky. I feel like um, so. Did you hear Al Michaels? What he theorized? He just like made up on the spot. Uh, I did, but I don't remember what it was. He basically said, you know, Belichick could could get fired or he could go somewhere else. He could get traded or he could. What if he started doing TV with Tom Brady on Fox? That was it. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it was like, no, and Al's got like some prop bet hidden somewhere that like (laughs) Belichick and Brady are going to work together in Fox. That would actually that was like my most that was fascinating because I think like I don't know that Brady's going to be good on TV. Yeah. Um, Like when Bill Walsh was on TV. Because I, I watch old games, you hear Bill Walsh on TV sometimes covering games. A, a lot of Bill Walsh's analysis is that like frustrated great coach is like, man, they're not doing it my way. Right. I feel like Bra- I feel like Brady would probably lean into that too much. Like, oh man, this guy's just not reading the field like he should. Right. But I think because Bel- Belichick's a good, 
I know Walsh was a coach, but Belichick's a coach and a teacher. I feel like he would bring a little bit more. He might bring more to a broadcast than like a Brady. But uh, that that theory of Brady and Belichick on the same broadcast with a host, that'd be hilarious. I that'd mean, I just funny. wonder at this point in his career if he wants to go and just because he's under contract somewhere and they can trade him, does he actually want that or would he just take a TV gig and, you know, be around the game that way? Yeah, you're right. Like his mentor, Bill Parcells, just always, he always had the itch to start something new yeah. and start from scratch. Like he went to Dallas and then he was he in, uh, he went to the Jets and then it, it's actually and, amazing that he did legit just retire at the end of it all now, you know, and still yeah. potters around and does just, just being Bill Parcells. But yeah. like he felt like the kind of guy that would keep going until, you know, he was medically incapable. Did he, uh, he was in Miami for a little bit too, right? In the front office. Yeah. So he just bounced around with, you know, this, with the GM role, right? With a team building role. And he loved starting things from scratch. Belichick hasn't started something from scratch in 24 years. <laughs> right? So you don't, like, that might not be what he wants to do in his 70s. You know, we made yeah. the same comments about Pete Carroll a couple years ago. Does he actually right. want to do a rebuild? And it turns out they accelerated that pretty quickly. And good for Carroll. Carroll.